0: You're listening, listening to Bible Bible Plus, Bible Plus. from Seesaw. Seesaw. Hi everybody, this is Tino. And this is Ty. Welcome to another podcast of 1 Corinthians. Yeah, we're in 1 Corinthians 12 today. You know, I was thinking this week about uh, this chapter. I thought the church in Corinth is really the perfect church. Wait, you said the perfect church? Yeah, the perfect church. The church in Corinth. Yes. Have you not read the first 11 chapters, man? I know, that's, that's the <laughs> funny thing. Because when when, <laughs> when you, you think of the about... church in Corinth, what do you think of? Problems, problems, and problems. Right, for sure. I mean, basically <laughs> right. the whole, the whole, the reason why Paul wrote this book was to deal with so many problems that the saints in Corinth had, right? Yeah. But I thought they were the perfect church. They had just the right kind of problems. They had Human problems. They had spiritual problems, and it just encompassed pretty much any problem any church could ever have. Cause I know I have problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for example, they had problems with divisions. The Christians in Corinth, they like certain Christians over other. They prefer to be with one brother over another brother. Hmm. I mean, like, what church doesn't have that experience? Mm-hmm. I mean, if we check with ourselves, aren't there like certain brothers we like to be with, and certain brothers we like rather not be with? <laughs> well, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So to me, mm-hmm. I like, man, how amazing is it that two thousand years ago there was this church on the earth that had just all the right problem for God to come in and solve their problems, so that we could have the solution. To really any problem any church could ever have. So it doesn't matter what church uh, you're in, what time period you're in, you're going to have some of these problems that the Corinthians had. But what's the problem here in yeah. chapter 12? Right, so, like... so now when you get to <laughs> this chapter, the the problem now that Paul is addressing is the problems concerning spiritual gifts. Before we begin, we should ask, why are there spiritual gifts? Yeah, I'm wondering that too. And and the short answer is, God saves us, we become a part of the church, a member of his body, and it is the body of Christ that God uses to carry out his eternal purpose on the earth. Based on that, we need spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. so that we would have certain abilities, we could function in certain ways so that God can accomplish his eternal purpose. Hmm so gifts are good they build up the body it would be useful to god so like what's the what's the problem bro problem in corinth was that everybody wanted the biggest spiritual gifts hmm. they wanted to be apostle they they were smart enough to know hey apostle i like the top dog so i, I kind of want to be an apostle yeah. <laughs> okay? dog. the other problem they had is they were pursuing certain gifts that paul eventually says you should be pursuing these ones. Like mm-hmm. there are greater gifts than these. Because the 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 one gift that Paul seems to downplay is tongue speaking. Um another example of a problem they have is because they realized not everyone had the same kind of gifts, you know, some were quote unquote greater gifts, less gifts, mm-hmm. then they didn't appreciate everybody. Whoa. Like, they despise certain members. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's so that's that's what's going on here. So to take care of the problems of spiritual gifts. Yeah, what's Paul's remedy here? I mean, it's a big problem here. Well, Paul emphasizes (laughs) three points in chapter 12. Three points. And the first point he emphasizes is that concerning spiritual gifts, the main thing you're supposed to do as a Christian is you're supposed to speak something of Christ in the spirit. Hmm. As soon as he mentions spiritual gifts, he goes into this contrast of their background, saying how before they were saved and they were they worship idols, they did not speak, but now that they worship the Lord, they speak, and so that forms the governing principle of spiritual gifts. Whoa! The governing principle of spiritual gifts is that we as believers should speak something concerning Christ in our spirit. Hmm. That's the basis of spiritual gifts. That's how God mainly carries out his purpose on the earth. He needs believers to be able to speak something concerning Christ. So the first point is, Paul says, every Christian, your main function is you need to speak Christ. When you want to know, hey, what's my spiritual gift? Paul says, it doesn't matter who you are the universal ministry of every Christian is we're here to speak Christ in our spirit. Wow! So his first point is covers all believers, being all the same. And then after verse three, for the next two verses, Paul goes into the differences among believers. He says, not all of us have the same spiritual gifts. Yeah, right. So this point, Paul says, here's where you're different. But regardless of how you're different, every single gift, Comes from the Spirit. Yeah, yeah. He keeps okay. saying this. And then finally, with the third point, Paul emphasizes the body. Okay. And Paul's telling them that these gifts that you have so that you can function in a certain way, so that you can have a certain ministry, they are not for you and your own self-edification. And the third point, Paul says, remember, your spiritual gifts are for the body. They're not for you. Wow! Right, they're for the body. <laughs> wow. Okay. The last thing I think I want to talk about on this chapter is, okay, tell me when you when you read First Corinthians chapter twelve, what do you normally pay attention to? I need to speak in tongues. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, think that, it's yeah, it's like, pretty Blaine's common. Tongue speaking yeah, chapter. That's I'm, pretty I mean, common. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. If there is a thought that tongue speaking is really this awesome gift that we really need to pursue. And when we we read these chapters, well, the Corinthians thought the same. Because when we read these chapters, Paul implied that the Corinthians were also pursuing lots of tongue speaking. Hmm. And what Paul does is he tries to help them realize that tongue speaking is not really that awesome. And the reason why is tongue speaking is considered a miraculous gift. Yeah, it's pretty miraculous. Like, Meaning, you can yeah. be a brand new believer, and and if the Spirit gives you that gift, you you are able to either speak in tongues or interpret tongues right away. Hmm. There's no require of any growth or experience of Christ at all. Wow! But then you take like some of the other gifts that Paul mentioned, like the first two, a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Those two. are deeper. Yeah, yeah. A word of wisdom means you're able to from your spirit. Speak Christ as wisdom. Yeah, I don't think I could do that when I was first sure. For sure, a brand new believer probably would have a difficult time with that. Or even a word of knowledge, meaning you have some ability to teach the knowledge of the Bible, the knowledge of God and what he does in the Bible. (laughs) Well, I think it's, I think we're not surprised that a brand new believer would have difficulty with that. Yeah, yeah. But it's... if you give someone time to grow and experience the Lord six months, a year, surely they can begin to develop some of these things. Hmm. And so what we see with these particular gifts is they're not miraculous, but they are a development of the life within us, the divine life within us. So even early in the first Corinthians, he even tells... The Corinthians, like, they're infants in Christ. So they're, like, doing all kinds of tongue speaking. And Paul's oh. like, you have had no growth. You're infants. No growth. Oh. So, the, so they're exercising, quote-unquote, the spiritual gift. And they're not growing. Mm. Because tongue speaking Whoa. doesn't require any growth. It's a miraculous gift. And so Paul has a list here in First Corinthians chapter 12. And we know that implied in this list is is that some of the gifts are considered greater than others. Hmm. Yeah, the last <laughs> verse. This is, but earnestly desire the greater gifts. <laughs> the greater gifts. So in, you know, in Paul's like, not wow. all gifts were the same. Some yeah, gifts were greater. Yeah. And so on this list that Paul gives out here, first on the list are the two most important ones, which would be a uh, word of wisdom listening. and a word of knowledge. Yeah. Those two spiritual gifts are the most profitable to the body, to the church. Meaning, we as believers, we need to strive for these two gifts. For sure. That we would grow in the Lord, mature in Him, so that we would be able to, from our spirits, speak something of Christ to people. Wow. See? And then last on the list is tongue speaking. (laughs) Paul puts it last on the list. I don't think I would have put that last. Yeah, that's the (laughs) because of... With spiritual gifts here's what you here's what you got to focus on yeah, yeah you focus on speaking something of christ speaking something of christ from your spirit yeah and speaking. that this is for the building up of the church the body of christ well wow. speaking speaking spirit, spirit body. right while you're doing this you have to try to grow in life mm. mature in life so that you can develop the real gifts, which is speaking yeah and so you notice the first two are speaking right yes a word, word of wisdom word, a word of knowledge. <laughs> And that's that's First Corinthians chapter twelve. Whoa! Right. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> I One, mean. You have you have to cover this because it's actually in the in the chapter. Okay, going back to the very last verse, Paul says, "How does it go?" Can you read the last verse again? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. And moreover, I show to you a most excellent way. Okay, that is a divine cliffhanger. right there. <laughs> Paul left a cliffhanger. He bro? left a cliffhanger chapter twelve. <laughs> I, I I would tell you about it, but I can't. I'm only responsible for chapter really, twelve. Today really, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna. Just, you have to okay. tune in tomorrow, <laughs> in chapter thirteen. Oh, chapter but thirteen, listen, y'all. Here as awesome as chapter wow. twelve is, and you know, Paul said, hey, listen, you need to pursue these, you know, these gifts, especially the the speaking yeah, one, because yeah. you can you can build the church, and God can to his his purpose on the earth. I mean, okay, that's pretty awesome, right? And then, like, right at the end of your Paul <laughs> like, oh, by the way. By the way, here. There's, like, this most, how is it? This most, most excellent, excellent way. way. <laughs> and then, sorry, see you next <laughs> chapter. <laughs> see you next chapter. <laughs> so next chapter is pretty cool. Paul's gonna go, yeah, this is pretty awesome, but there's something that... I call The Most Excellent Way. I think you just hyped everyone up for the next chapter here. Tune in tomorrow (laughs) for somebody who's going to cover The Most Excellent Way. Wow.